I'm Amanda Leitner and welcome to Rochester Rising, where we amplify the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 229 of the podcast. Thanks for joining us today on the Rochester Rising podcast. On each show, we sit down with entrepreneurs and small business owners within our city to hear their stories and understand what drives them to be an entrepreneur. We release a new podcast each Wednesday, talking with a different entrepreneur within the community. Each week as well, we release a short article based on that podcast conversation. You can find all of our stories on our Rochester Rising website at rochesterrising.org. As well as finding podcast episodes on our website, you can also listen in to our weekly podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you best like to listen in to podcast content, you can find us there. Thanks so much for deciding to spend some of your time with us today. To help keep this podcast running, we have started a virtual tip jar through the local business for giving. If you listen to the podcast frequently, if you enjoy this content and think that it adds value here to the community, please consider donating to the tip jar if you can to keep Rochester Rising going. You can find a link to our virtual tip jar in our show notes. So this week on podcast episode 229, I got to chat with local serial entrepreneur and small business owner Brad Vigasa at one of his businesses, Nerdin' Out. Brad started multiple businesses here in the community with a friend and business partner. The first of these businesses was Nerdin' Out, a pop culture store that has two locations, one in Rochester and a new one in Invergrove Heights that opened up in 2019. I talked with Brad specifically about Nerdin' Out as well as Nerdin' Out Con in podcast episode 137, and you can listen into that and we'll link to that in our show notes if you want to learn more about Nerdin' Out in our past conversation. And also, if you're a fan of Nerdin' Out Con, listen into the podcast today as well and learn how you can join in with this event that's coming back to the Rochester community this October at the Mayo Civic Center. So in 2019, Brad and his business partner started another business here in the community called The Battleground, which is attached to the NerdNet location in Rochester. The Battleground is a tactical laser tag business that allows for immersive play. Brad will be the sole owner of these businesses, or is the sole owner, since June 1st of this year. So on the show today, I had a great conversation with Brad at their Nerdin' Out location to learn more about his job in sales, his thoughts, and the process of going all in in these businesses, how he found his business partner, lessons learned, and much more. So we have a great conversation to share with you today, so we'll launch right into it with Brad Vigasa of The Battleground and Nerdin' Out. Well, thanks, Brad, for doing this and letting me visit you in the Nerdin' Out and Battleground location. For sure. Like thanks for having me. Yeah. Like we were talking about the first one that's been kind of off-site in, what is this now, 14 months? That's crazy. <laughs> a little over a year it's been. It's been crazy. It's been a year. Um, so I wanted to start out, or I always start out by asking, can you share a little bit of your background? What makes you you, some hobbies and interests that you have? For sure. Um, so my background was I was in the car business 
for many years. So I have an extensive sales and customer service background. Um, and I started this business with a friend about four years ago. And since then, I have left my full-time job in the car business to come over here and run the stores. Uh, and haven't regretted it since. Haven't really looked back. We've just taken it up from where we were. Uh, my hobbies are, I'm pretty boring. I work and I hang out with family. And uh, other than that, I do what I work with. I do collect certain certain toys and whatnot. <laughs> um, so I am a nerd, per se. But yeah, other than that, my background was always customer service and sales. And I just knew that I wanted to come here, grow the business, and make this something special. I feel like I should have checked to see when we talked about nerding out, because it probably wasn't two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you were like all in in leaving your job and coming here full time, which is I think huge. I just had when you came here. That probably was, yeah. yeah. I should have checked before I came yeah. when we talked. Um, like like the last year just has been like a blur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it was probably 2019 sometime, probably. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I've just been sitting here checking out all the toys that I had when I, the turtle blimp. Like, yep. yep. <laughs> do you happen to have the pizza thrower? Uh, we do. <laughs> That's what I thought that was. Yeah, right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were like, I didn't have it, my neighbor had it, but yeah, those were like our like coveted toys. <laughs> your, main, your neighbor may want that, it still works, it shoots the pizzas. Yeah, he probably still has his somewhere, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, definitely nostalgic. Um, but yeah, congrats on going all in for the past two years. Yeah, it's thank a huge you. step. Yes, yes it is. I'm sure that's yeah, something we'll talk about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> as for we sure. as we continue, but I'm pretty sure you're from Rochester, but I'm not sure because I usually get this wrong. But are you from the area? And um, if not, how'd you get here and what keeps you here? Yeah. Well, I am from the area. I'm from Faribault, Minnesota, originally. Okay. So big shout out to Faribault. Um, tiny little town. But I've lived here since I've been about 20 years old now. Okay. Came here for college. And it was just a weird roundabout. Got into the car business, stayed in the car business. And then I just kind of put my roots down here. And ever since then, I've been a huge advocate for it. Um, my kids go to school here. I really push for small businesses in town here, um, even just for the people of the city. I, I really want the, what's best for the city. Um, I like having diversity here, not only with people but businesses, mm-hmm. rather than just having restaurants here. We need a lot more exciting things to do for people to do where we don't always have to be sitting down eating or drinking. Um, we just I, I feel like we got to get back to family time, whether it's board games or card games um, or even just hanging out with friends. And again, a lot of people have anxiety. A lot of people are introverts. Not everybody drinks. Mm-hmm. So we do have a place where you can come do that. Yeah. So I would have been wrong, assuming you were from Rochester. <laughs> so, <No. laughs> I've lived here long enough to be a Rochester, and yeah. however you'd say it. That's how I feel, too. It's, yeah, it's been for me. I think it'll be 15 years this year. Yeah. It goes really nice. Fast. But we're still both 30 still, so it's okay, yeah. right? Yeah. I probably moved here, too, when I was about, yeah, 22, I yeah. think. That seems about right. So, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so, you have two businesses. So, we talked about Nerd Out a little mm-hmm. bit before, but we'll talk about it a little again. And then the Battleground, which opened in 2019, yeah, right? Yeah, correct. So, can you, for people not aware of it, what is 
the battleground, what do people do there? Sure, absolutely. So, um, short and like what it really is. So, it's probably one of the coolest experiences that you'll have as either a kid or a grown adult. Um, what we do at the battleground, though, is we do tactical laser tag. So, the difference between a normal laser tag where um, you would have a vest and a gun that's attached to your vest, you actually have a headband and a gun that looks and feels real from a real AR that you'd play with. It's immersive, so uh, almost like Call of Duty-ish. While you're playing, if you do die, you do have to go back to a respawn pod and then respawn back into the game rather than just wait a couple seconds for you to get back in. So there is a lot of calorie burning and steps you're taking during it, which makes it really healthy too, mm-hmm. which I don't think a lot of people actually see that. They have the more fun side. They don't see the, the calorie burner, the clickers that like to do it per se. Um, and then we also have hero blasts, and those are hand blasters. Um, we we used to preach it for kids, but adults do it too, and it's really fun because there's a lot of just – you need to know what you're doing, and there's a systematic fun to it really. Um, with that being said, the reason we wanted to bring that is because I experienced it with my son. When he would go in there when we were four or five years old, he had a vest that would weigh him down mm. from really having a fun time because you couldn't all outrun or whatever it may be. Well, with these hand blasters, they're lightweight. They just go on your hand. You don't have to worry about a heavy vest or a heavy gun you're holding. So for younger kids, it just makes it a lot easier for them to be mobile and have a, have fun playing laser tag. Yeah, I'm sure it's quite a workout. Like you're running around a lot and walking. and <laughs> We do league, and I don't think there's a grown man that leaves there not sweating in just an hour. So you could play for a half hour and you're sweating. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. So you do – so where do you see the majority of the business walking in? Is it regulars? Is it league parties? Um Individuals, mm-hmm. where does most of it come from, or what's kind of the the breakdown? Roughly? I would say the the breakdown, the biggest thing is actually birthday parties. Okay, um, you know it kind of spirals. Once these kids come for a birthday party, they tell their parents about it, and all of a sudden, we always ask, you know, how'd you hear about us? Well, my son was at a birthday party, and he wants to have his there now. Um, league is a good one. Uh, not everybody that plays in the league comes back consistently, but we do have normals that do come in weekly or bi-weekly because they really enjoy it. And to be honest with you, cost-wise, we are the lowest you would find for how what we do anywhere in the nation. Mm-hmm. We're almost half of what other people do. And we did that because um, when I take a look at it, I think of it as a, like a family thing or maybe not everybody can afford to do this if you had five, six people. So we made it a lot less expensive and we do have discounted rates after six people and higher. Nice. So... so- can you come here by yourself and play with other people? How does that work? Or should you come with at least four people? Mm-hmm. As of right now, if, if I was to recommend it, I would say come with two or more. Okay. Um, we, we, because of Corona, because of everything that mm-hmm. happened, um, we had our best months, our most busiest months prior to it. And then that totally just took everything away, right? Um, so when we open back up, we, we try to do fun things like couples nights. You can come in and play against other couples, or we would love to have a singles time. However, at this time, you don't have that many single people coming in by themselves. So having it in groups helps. If you have two people, it's pretty fun. If you have four, it's a ton of fun. And then it gets chaotic if you have six on six. I yeah, will that say would that. probably be too much. <laughs> <laughs> but you get a lot of kills. Yeah. So there is a lot more exercise going in from running back and forth, I will say that. Yeah. So, um, we talked. You talked about a little bit when, when you started about just having a need to do something in the community that's family oriented. That's mm-hmm. not drinking because not everyone does that. And right. It's not you know food related. 
what need did you see locally in the community and why you could have started it anywhere around here too mm-hmm. why why here I, th- I think my biggest thing is again my roots are here but I feel like this city not only needs but deserves a lot more mm-hmm. if that makes sense there's still more that's not here that we deserve it's it's on the community to get out and experience these things though for them to happen we have concerts that don't even get great attendances people just need to start taking chances on things that maybe they wouldn't normally do jump outside your box right learn maybe new things that you enjoy um and i really wanted to bring something different here now succeed or fail I brought something here regardless. Just like with our Comic-Con, it's one of those things that I'm very passionate about keeping it in the city because it gives not only the people of the city something to do, but it does bring in a lot of revenue for hotels, for restaurants, because everybody that comes in here from out of state have to have somewhere to stay, have to have somewhere to eat. So that is why I'm very passionate for it. It's not just me trying to make money because on those events, I've never made a penny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bringing more to the city for the people and for our small business owners. Every small restaurant benefits from it for the most part when people go out to eat. Every hotel that's in town <laughs> probably benefits from it whether it's one room or ten rooms. So it's the whole reason of why I do what I do. So you started in... 2019 in the spring, fall, was it in the spring? We started it actually um, right when we opened this door. We opened that one. Okay. Um, We kind of preluded at our Comic-Con prior to in town. We had the hand blasters there for people to play to kind of get a feel for what kids thought and whatnot. It was very simple. It was the hand blasters and like two inflatables, right? Now we have the guns, the hand blasters, and probably about eight inflatables over there, along with other things for a fun course to be played on. Cool. So what was it like to build out the battleground space? It's a lot of work, (laughs) but it's a lot of fun. Um, The one thing that we were very passionate about was making it mobile. Um, Because if you've ever played laser tag, typically when you go in there, it's, it's always the same. So the one thing that we wanted to make different was we wanted to make it almost any time you came in here, if we decided it wasn't fair or we wanted to move stuff around, we can. And that's the beauty of it is you could come play one month and the month, the next month, we could totally change the whole course around. Uh, we like to do that, one, as a challenge for players. And then again, some people come in here and they learn spots to be on. Yeah. We want to mix that up so there's not a real unfair competitive advantage. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense because it keeps it, it's new, so people do come back and then yep. they get to figure out a different strategy for what they're going to do, so it keeps it fresh. and. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So what was it like to get the first people in the door for the battleground? Do you feel like people were knew a lot about laser tag and this kind of um, business or... Was there a lot of education that had to be involved? With the style that we do, there's a lot of education because I think people know what laser tag is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, again, they were all used to the typical laser tag vest and gun, mm-hmm. go around, point, shoot, that's it. So even for us, though, is it's, it's a little nerve-wracking because it's a brand-new audience. You're, for the first time, you're not even going on a script. You're just kind of saying, this is how it works, right? Because with our system, what's neat is the guns have certain noises, so you know when you're dead or not. You can look up at our screen so you can see how many 
kills you have or how many or if you're winning in a certain mode because we have eight different game modes you can play over there that's the other beauty of it you're not stuck just playing one simple game mode we have different modes like domination or capture the flag or sniper so there's so many different ways to change this game up to keep making it fresh and fun for people but it's teaching people how to use a respawn pod listening for the different noises your guns are going to make to know if you need to reload your gun even because you do run out of ammo or if you're dead um also with when you're wearing your headbands sometimes you can go like this to see if you're dead or not uh because it just makes it easier so there was there is still a lot every group that comes in you're, you're showing them how to use their equipment and that's why we start everybody off with the same game mode the first game because there is a learning experience even mm -hmm. it's a little curve you know yeah no, absolutely. But once they get in, they keep coming back. Like yeah. you said, once you get in for a party, yeah. it's like, I'm like, we, I feel like we need to do this for like a team building thing. That would be it a lot is. of fun. It is. It's great for team building because nowadays we just work too hard, right? You come in here, you have a blast, you kind of learn who people are and you kind of actually get to see another side of them rather than the normal work person. Um, the other thing with it is just the overall fun that you have while you're doing it. And like I said, I hate cardio. Like, I work out, but I hate cardio. So this is my cardio. This is the <laughs> funnest cardio I could ever do, right? Because I'm sweating, burning calories, having a blast. Mm -hmm. so. so you started in 2019. You know, you're getting people in the door, getting them educated on what the game is, how to play the game. And then, you know, 2020 was a whole mess of a year. So what, what did that look like for you um, up until kind of a few months ago? <sighs> looks scary. Um, we went from, like I said, our busiest month and just a lot of momentum building, right? And then completely being shut down, not being able to even walk in there. Um, the fact that even after we could open up, they re-shut it down. Uh, so, you know, it, it's you're riding a high and then you go to a low and it's like... That's that's what stinks about it. Yeah. And just getting back to there, we've learned... The one thing it did teach us was being a lot safer with it. Um, when we did it, I actually had somebody come in and professionally spray not only the store but over there. Mm. And then after that now, after every single one, we clean, we sanitize the whole course, the guns, everything. So... It, it helped us in that sense. Um, it hurts as a business to struggle and lose and obviously not pull in money when you have loans, rent, right. all that good stuff. So, but I mean, other than that, um, it's really taught us a lot and we just look forward to getting back to where we were, to be honest with you. Yeah. How have things been the last couple months? You said it. there's more activity. I mean, there's people in here now, and they're excited to be here. Yeah, there, there definitely has been more activity. Birthday parties are coming back up. As a business, I think you're always trying to, I hate saying the word, but strategize to figure out how to stay consistently busy, um, how we can do things better. Um, when people come in, are we giving them the most for their money? So I think that's the biggest thing. Like I said, if you go do this anywhere else, you pay $35 an hour to do it right? With us, if you do it for an hour, we change all of our pricing all over again. It's $20. But if you bring in so many people, your price goes down to 15. So we're $20 less than anybody else. You can't even go to the movies for that. Yeah. No, <laughs> you really it, can't. It, it, it takes your mind off of everything that's going on in the world. Like mm -hmm. I said, you get some great exercise, you can have fun with your buddies, your team, your family, whatever it is. So, so this is your second business venture. Mm -hmm. So you started nerd now now expanded into the battleground or started the battleground as a brand new right. thing um and stepped away from your job 
mm-hmm. two years ago. So maybe we'll start with that. How does that feel now to be kind of all in in the business and for kind of other people thinking about making that transition? What were you thinking about during that time? What were you looking for in the business to know that it was you were good to go? Yeah. Um, well, it came to a crossroad. Uh, I either realized that I needed to be 100% in or probably 100% out, right? Um, what I did, I made pretty good money. And so for me, it was a scary jump. Um, it's one of these things I always say my dad's not alive anymore, but if, if he was, I know my dad would have tried to talk me out of coming here, right? He definitely would have. I would have had to stay doing what I did. It's consistent. It provides for my family. They always everything. want the best for you, right? Okay? <laughs> um, I always say this now, though, if he was, and if he is looking down on me, he would be hella proud, right? I'm because. Sure. Um, we've taken this business and made it four times fold of what it was. Uh, we went from 1,100 square foot building to a two 6,000 square foot buildings now because we opened another one up in the Twin Cities just oh, last October. That. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Um, so I mean, it's stuff I'm very proud of. We're going on year four. We have two locations for Nerd Now, one for the battleground, and we run a Comic Con. Right. So it's not like I'm never downtime. But I enjoy that. I'm a busybody. My mind needs it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love helping people. I really do. That's a passion of mine. <laughs> this is your second business venture with your business partner, too. Yep. And I think, like, a lot of people, it's really hard to run a business by yourself or get it off the ground mm-hmm. by yourself. How did you find your partner, and what should people look for in a good business partner? Sure. Um, it, this is going to be a... <laughs> This is going to be fun. So (laughs) how it all started was uh, when Jake and I met, it was because we had similar interests of, like, toys, action figures, that type of stuff, collectibles. So we ended up playing on a semi-pro football team called the uh, Freeze. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I played on that at age 39. Don't ever try that in your life. It's Your body hurts all the time. Trust me. Um, but when we did that, we met, and we started talking about it, and it just kind of blossomed. And it kind of happened really quick, to be honest with you. Jake made the first leap of leaving his job to come start running it. And then I came once we were coming here because I knew we would need it for sure, and especially with two businesses. Um, actually, as of June 1st, I will be the only owner. So it will be all by myself. Um, I would say no matter what, whether you're starting it on your own or starting it with a business partner, just find a mentor. Mm-hmm. If I could have had that, I think prior to it would have helped me a lot more. When I was doing it, there are so many people that say you don't want to do partnerships. I would never take back my partnership because I learned a lot. Um, I think that's the one thing as we get older, we get stuck in our own ways. And when you work with somebody that's a polar opposite of you, it really helps you learn helps you learn who you are. Or even just have you see a different side of things. Because if we just always sit there and think that we're always right, we're gonna fail as a business. Right? The customer's right. We need to learn trends. We need to learn how to change with the ebbs and flows. Otherwise, we're gonna go by the wayside like many, many small businesses do. If if you're looking at making a small business happen just do your research follow your dreams this is one thing I would say I wish I would have done sooner I never regret or look back doing this Um, it can be a struggle it can be stressful it's a different level of stress than working for somebody but every single day you're getting to do what your passion is and every single day you can change it 
And that's the one thing that I absolutely love about this. Yeah. So I would never turn it back, but I would always be there for somebody if they're looking to start a business that had questions. Yeah. And I think it's so true. You need someone who thinks completely opposite as you mm-hmm. other, because it really takes your business to the next mm. level. And with Collider, you know, when we went from two people to five, not even full-time people, but we were specifically looking for people who thought differently than mm-hmm. us. And, you know, that comes with its challenges too. But in the end, it made a better whole for sure. Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, and yeah, I feel, you know, our hesitations hold us back so much. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. then once you just get over it, it's like, oh, that wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. But it is scary. Like you said, you have kids, you know, and it's, you know, going from sales Yep. To this is it's a different kind of sales, but it's not like a commission on a car sale. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know the biggest difference is, is like when you when you're on your own, you work for yourself. Uh, the only difference is you have nobody. You get this mentality where um, if you don't do it, who will? Um, and there are days you wake up and you feel like a failure, and you just need to look to the brighter side and keep pushing and keep doing it and it helps every day when customers come in and say this is the greatest place my kid it's his favorite you know those are the days that make your days because that's honestly what you're there doing it for yeah so so what did you learn from you know being in sales with um in the car industry and kind of nerd now what what have you learned from each of those that helped with the battleground now yeah um I I think the biggest thing is never settling um always be ready for change uh it's one of those things that are like ingrained in my brain is that you either adapt with change or you fall behind and I've always kept that with the times um corona made us all learn that Everybody learned it. If you're a successful business owner right now, it's because you're either too big to fail or it's because you're okay with change, right? The people that aren't okay with change are the ones that always complain. They're the ones that just when Corona hit, it was, oh my gosh, all businesses are going to go away. It's all going to be online. It's all going to be this. It's not true. We can always reinvent the wheel. As a matter of fact, if we reinvent customer service and we reinvent experiences for customers we're gonna succeed with brick and mortar the problem is is customer service has gone so far away like some of these big businesses they're too big to fail they could have crappy customer service and they're still gonna sell their products it's a proven fact um and we strive here to bring customer service to the utmost now can you please everybody Absolutely not, but we still try regardless. And that's the one thing that we pride on. I always say it's 1A, 1B, right? And this is getting a little adept. I don't always tell everybody this, but 1A are our customers, 1B are our employees. Without 1A, we don't have 1B. But without 1B, we don't have 1A either. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes hand in hand. It's our philosophy here is that we take care of our customers, we take care of our employees. Yeah, that's who you're here for, the customers, right? And the employee, if you don't have the employees and there yeah. are no customers. I really work for both of them. Yeah. I don't work for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think it's so true what you said about, you know, businesses survived that were creative and were innovative and kind of, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. It was horrible, but, you know, you get into it too to be creative and to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And it was rough, but people have made it through. We should have talked more about nerding out, but we didn't. So we'll circle back to that now. So yeah. 
Um, so the other part of your business is Nerdin' Out, or a separate business that you started, is Nerdin' Out. So what is Nerdin' Out, and what uh, what you have going on for the rest of the year with that? Oh, Nerdin' Out is what I like to call pop culture at its finest. Um, you know, we used to label us as like a comic book store, and it still would be if it's Google, right? But really what we are is we're pop culture. Um, we have comics, we have toys, we have statues, we have board games, card games, tabletop games. We have vintage, we have new. Um, if you come in here, you will see something you had as a kid that is going to bring back so many great memories. If you're a kid and you come in here, the first thing you're going to do is look around and you're going to be like, wow, right? We have a mini arcade in the back for people to come in, play some pinball or some arcades. We just got in Miss Pac-Man. Um, but yeah, we're just trying to bring back a, a friendly, fun environment for everybody where you can come in and play video game tournaments. Um, we do hold some classes sometimes, whether it's teaching people how to do certain things or anything like that. Uh, next weekend is our grand anniversary. So it's a fun little acronym we did where basically it is the anniversary of our grand opening. Well, congrats. We, thank you. <laughs> yep. Um, we will be giving away two Switch lights. We have a lot of other giveaways and some sales in the store, but we always try to make it fun. We try to get a food truck here. We try to make it a really fun, big weekend where we just get to see a lot of faces we haven't seen in forever. And especially with the way the last year has been, we really get to see those faces again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been... That is that is awesome. So that is probably when we came in and talked because I feel like I was here right before your two... Your, it must have been your grand opening yeah. here yeah. at this location because I totally had forgotten that you were kind of in Elton Hills, right? Mm-hmm. For Correct. a couple years. Two years, yeah. Two years. Okay, yeah, so that must have been two years ago, yeah. Yeah. When I was last here. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> doesn't feel like it's been that long. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> or when I was last here to talk with you. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So each or for the last couple years, probably not last year, you've done a huge event mm-hmm. in the fall. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that and what people have to look forward to later this year? Yeah, absolutely. So 2018, I think it was, we started it. It's called Nerd and Out Con. Um, you know, there's all these huge comic cons, whether it's San Diego Comic-Con or PowerCon, whatever it is in different states. Minneapolis had their own for a long time too, but again, Minneapolis is spoiled. They get so many things. I wanted to bring something to this town. Plus, people in Iowa, people in Wisconsin don't have to travel as far either. They can come here and have some fun. Um, We signed up with the Mayo Civic Center this year, which I'm super excited about. It'll be more like an event area. so I'm really excited for that. We have our biggest lineup we've ever had. We have Jason Muse coming in from Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Brian O'Hallahan from Clerks, Ming Chen as always. It seems like Nicole Eggert, who was in Baywatch and Charles in Charge back in the day. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Scott Steiner, uh, one of the Steiner brothers from wrestling. Uh, Lord. Right off the top of my head, Tim Rose, who played Admiral Akbar, famous in Star Wars for saying, it's a trap. Yeah. Um, we have Walter Jones, who was the original uh, Black Ranger in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So really excited about that one, too. Marcus Sherrill, the hometown hero yes. from the Vikings, is coming in for a day. Um, and then he'll be hanging out for another day. So that's really fun and cool. Um, but, yeah, it's just you can look forward to 
probably about 100 different vendors. They'll have sports cards, comics, toys, trinkets. We'll have artists there, comic book artists. So you'll have anything from like prints to comics available. Um, we have one guy that's nationally known because he actually entered in for Zack Snyder's uh, contest. And he won. He made an amazing print that turned into a poster that was out in Hollywood at all the bus stops. Yeah. So he'll be there. Um, you get to see like vehicles like the Ecto-1. Uh, you'll get to see the DeLorean. So movie prop vehicles will be out there. We'll have the 501st. They dress up like Star Wars characters. Cool fun fact about them is they have to actually make their outfits. They can't oh, cool. buy them. So that's really cool. <laughs> And then we're going to have this year a wrestling event for the first time ever. So we're trying to branch this out to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Friday night, we'll have the uh, Comic-Con go from 4 to 8. And then we'll have a wrestling event at 8 p.m., which will have Scott Steiner wrestling in it, which I'm I'm really excited for. I can't wait. I'll be there for sure. But you'll be able to come in, watch some wrestling if you want to watch some wrestling at the Mayo Civic Center that night. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's just such a fun time. It doesn't matter if you're into this or not. I think the biggest misconception is, and that's why we changed it from Comic-Con to the pop pop culture event, yeah. is because a lot of people think of Comic-Con as just comics. Mm-hmm. And it's not. This is all pop culture. Anybody can enjoy it. A kid, a grandpa, mom and dad, aunt and uncle. doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. There is something for you to see, and I guarantee you, you wouldn't leave there not having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true, though. It's all in the messaging, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah. So when will tickets open up, and where can people find tickets? Where's the best place to look? Yep, thank you. So you can either get them at either Nurnout location, and they're currently available. Okay. You can go to the Mayo Civic Center if you live in Rochester. Those two ways you can save yourself on some fees. Otherwise, you can go to Ticketmaster.com and actually order your tickets there. Uh, You will pay a little bit more. The other option we do give is if you do want to give us a call at our store number, you could pay for the tickets over the phone, and we'd be happy to ship them out to you. Um, And can you remind people when when this is? October 22nd to the 24th. Okay. Yep. My favorite time of the year. Hey, (laughs) it's fall. It's not going to be too hot. Yeah. You know, you'll have something to do. You'll be able to walk around still outside. Yes. Yes. Yeah, get that fall. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Sweating. Yeah, no, that's my favorite time. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, Right before Halloween. Perfect time to dress up. So when you were planning this, because I imagine... This takes a lot of time to plan. Did you have any hesitation in trying to plan for this year and thinking, like, this might not be able to happen, or were you confident that it would? I think this probably goes all back to being an entrepreneur or starting a business, is you have to have that confidence. Um, Is it a little scary? Absolutely. Um, I think what's definitely helped is them opening more things up and a lot of people getting their vaccines. Yeah. um, Because I think that will ease people's tensions with it. What I really, really hope for is even if you're not that into this, but maybe you have a friend that is, a kid that is, or someone, again, get out of your comfort zone. Come to this event. Just see what it's about. Because I guarantee you there will be something there that you'll enjoy. Um, I think that people need to start taking more chances on themselves and start living life a little bit more. And I think that the corona has taught us that, Mm -hmm. right? We're going to do it to the best of our ability to make it as safe as possible for everybody. Um, I've always preached that even with the store. So I hope people have that confidence in us and we'll come out at least experience what this is about, right? Mm -hmm. So like we were talking, you know, you started this business nerding out first then battlegrounds you know built it for a while then left your full-time job with Mm -hmm. you know guaranteed income to Mm -hmm. come do this um 
what draws you to being an entrepreneur and running your own business? Why do you keep coming back to it? I think for me, um, working for people, you have opinions and you learn quick that you either have to hold those opinions in. Um, even if they're suggestions, we all want to be heard. We all want to feel like we mean something that what we say matters, right? And I think after so many attempts, you're just like, I feel like I could do this better or whatever. Um, for me, I just think I've always had it in me. I really have. And I had an outlet to be able to take that chance, even if it meant sacrificing some stability or guarantee. Um, and now, again, I don't ever look back. I mean, that's the one thing that's consistent. You may have doubts of product. You may have doubts of, you know, how do I stay afloat? You may have doubts of whatever, but I never have a doubt that I would change what I did or that I'd even want to go back. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try as hard as I can while I'm here to make it here. So that was my last question for you. Um, yeah, we made it. I survived. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just ask you for any final thoughts and where's the best place for people to find you in person and online. Sounds good. Um, final thoughts, like I said, if you're ever thinking about starting a small business, um, think it through first off. Second off, it sounds corny. Follow your dreams. You only live once. And you can never take back regrets. Um, as far as finding us, you can find us any day in Rochester or in Grove Heights at either one of our Nerdnout stores. Otherwise, you can find us online at nerdnout.com. Uh, and that's where we do most of our pre-orders. But if you just want a place to look at some really cool stuff or buy something fun, uh, learn how to get into comics or what they're about or a brand new board game, Come find us off uh, 2nd Street Southwest, and we'd be more than happy to help you out and teach you what we can. Well, thanks, Brad, so much for the conversation and letting me come out and visit you. Thank you. It's always a fun time. Thanks so much to Brad for this great conversation that we got to share with you today. You can learn more about these businesses through the links in our show notes and stop in and check them out. Right, that's a wrap for us at the podcast today. Thank you so much for spending some of your time with us today to learn more about entrepreneurship and small business development in Rochester, Minnesota. It's a huge help to us if you rate this podcast wherever you are listening in so that others can find it and make sure that you're subscribed. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode.